Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Toyo Open Country AT3. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. What are they made of? Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. No tobacco leaf or stem. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco and want to join the Black Buffalo herd. Head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online and they ship directly to most states. Or check out their store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. The Volume. What is going on, everybody? John Middlecoff, three and out podcast, Sunday night, rocking and rolling, uh, beautiful night. It's a fantastic football weekend. And I, I think this football weekend was dominated by college football. The, the overwhelming, like the, when the weekend just ended, Browns uh, just lost to the Ravens in a atrocious game. To say I watched it would be a strong statement and a borderline lie. I had it on in the background. Lamar throwing picks. This was a college weekend. And the number one story by a country mile this weekend is Lincoln Riley. We'll we'll dive into that. Excuse me, Michigan, Ohio State. I saw 15 million people watch. College football is our second biggest sport in America, and it's not even a close third. You know, the NFL's king. 38 million people watched the Cowboys play the Raiders on Thanksgiving, 38 million people. In like peak Seinfeld episodes, 35 million people were watching. Most watched game ever in the modern day, you know, metric system. That's crazy. 38 million people in a day and age, streaming, computers, options, we consume football. But by far, the number two sport in America is college. And what a weekend for college football. Saturday was a remarkable day. That's his rivalry weekend in college football. I never understand guys that are like, I'm an NFL guy. I don't watch college. Or I'm just a college guy. I don't watch the NFL. I'm just a football guy. I just had a buddy, my buddy Brian text me. Uh, his good buddy, he played baseball with this guy named Ali Odi. 
at St. Mary's, which is a school in the Bay Area. Well, his uncle was the uh, longtime defensive coordinator at the University of Oregon. Uh, Aliotti is his last name. And Nick Aliotti is the, was the former defensive coordinator. Well, his brother, another Aliotti, is the athletic director at De La Salle. De La Salle, for the Northern California Division I championship, plays Folsom, who's basically the Sacramento version of De La Salle. And I'm like, yeah, I'm in. Next Friday, I'm a football guy. Do I watch a lot of high school football? No. But if the game matters, am I in? I'm in. Like college football. College football was more important this week than the NFL. You know, it just, it just was. I honestly didn't even feel the same. It was hard transitioning today from Saturday to Sunday. Now, the Niner game for me was big. It was a playoff level game. Most of these games weren't. Uh, we'll dive into some football stuff. Obviously, Belichick's kicking everyone's ass. I thought Tom Brady had a really, really, just the Bucs had a big game because the Colts were rolling. But uh, we'll have podcasts out on Tuesday, on Friday. Subscribe, tell your friends, share with your people. Middlecoff Mailbag, we'll dive into that on Tuesday's pod. At John Middlecoff is the Instagram. But the biggest story on this Sunday by far was not an NFL story. It was Lincoln Riley leaving the University of Oklahoma to come to USC and take on the Trojans. Uh, a once proud program that has fallen on hard times is now an embarrassment. And first and foremost, most things in life, it, it takes a lot. Obviously, 2020, like I never in a million years would have expected lockdowns and the economy to shut down. That was a first. And most people, I mean, hell, that was, I guess we haven't had a pandemic in this country in, you know, 100 years or whatever. So it's a lot of people's first. But, you know, I, my, my dad was a baby boomer. His dad had died in Vietnam. So you hear all these stories. My mom told me a couple weeks ago that her dad, he was shot down. He, and I knew that he was shot down in World War II, but when he was shot down, he was shot down in Japan and they landed in the jungle and like they had to hide, be quiet from the enemies and they saw a tiger. Like the, generation after generation, crazy shit happens consistently, right? It's it just tried and true. It's hard, especially in my generation with the internet, we have so much access to information, even things that we didn't experience in life. It's so easy to find out about it. If you're a curious person, watch documentaries. You can just, I, I feel like I've, I've taken in so much information from years that I wasn't even alive in this country, right? You just study up on, you've watched things about it. It's hard to be stunned or shocked. And, and really, it's kind of sad to lose some of that. It's why I do think having children is healthy, having that excitement in your life, right? With watching and getting excitement through other people. But I, I was shell-shocked today. And that is an experience, I guess, and a feeling that I don't get very often. But the news today of Lincoln Riley leaving Oklahoma for USC was stunning was jaw-dropping, honestly. I mean, I, 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 I'm I, still like, you know, six, seven hours later, I, I'm still in disbelief. And I've taken a lot of time to think about this. And I, you know, I, I think, you know, there was, there was a stat that there's the first coach to leave Oklahoma for another college job since the 40s. Guys leave Oklahoma to go to the pros or they retire. It's that level of job. Now, there have been a lot of people on the interweb acting like he didn't want to go to the SEC. And I'm a big believer in college football, where you're from matters. I think people from the South excel in the South. Jimbo's from the South, Kirby's from the South, Nick Saban are from the South, they excel there. Now, there are outliers, right? Chip Kelly was a Northeast guy, went to Oregon and had success. Urban Meyer, Midwest guy, went to Florida, had success. But for the most part, Chris Peterson, Jim Harbaugh, Pete Carroll, West Coast guys, 
excelled on the West Coast. Jim Harbaugh played at Ann Arbor, is there, right? Urban Meyer was Ohio guy at Ohio State having success. Brian Kelly feels very Midwest. They're having success there. I do think Dabo Sweeney, big, you know, Southern religious, Baptist church, all that stuff. Boom, killing it at Clemson. It's Bobby Bowden, gosh darn it, crushed it at Florida State. I think that matters. And part of the reason I never thought Lincoln Riley would come out West, because I know, listen, I'm a West Coast guy. It's the ethos of who I am. I have some like Northeast tendencies of just being, you know, super kind of impatient and aggressive. But ultimately, a lot of my personality and just my mindset is developed from the side of the country I was raised upon. And it means a lot to me, even though parts of California drive me up a wall and make me question like, and it's the reason I'm going to buy property in Arizona, you know, because it's just like the parts of California drive me nuts, but it's still my home. These are still my people. I, I just, now not all of them are, I don't see eye to eye with a large percentage of, especially in the Bay area, but still more often than not, I get along with everyone here. I relate to them very well. And when I lived in Philly, I remember thinking like, God, these aren't necessarily my people. Even though we're all, we're listen, we're all Americans. We're all, you know, I in theory pulling in the same direction, but that's a whole nother conversation. But I, I just think it matters, right? When you meet someone and you're from Pennsylvania, they go, oh, you're a PA guy. I've been around these people. I've seen the way they interact. No different. Hey, I'm from Texas. I'm from Texas too. Hey, I'm from Northern California. Me too. It, it just matters, right? And that's part of what's stunning to me. To me, when I think Lincoln Riley, I think the South. I think Texas and Oklahoma. And you can say Southwest, whatever. But like, I would think he would move East, not West. Now, reading stories today that he wasn't a part of moving to the SEC, maybe Oklahoma's deep down their ethos and who they are as a program is not the SEC. And it isn't. It's going to be a massive transition for that program. And you know what? It might not work. Like University of Texas doesn't have a snowball's chance in hell. They went 5-7 and seven in the Big 12. Do you know what Arkansas, Ole Miss, Texas A&M, let alone Alabama and Georgia, would do to them? They would pummel them. They would absolutely throttle them. Oklahoma, while better, they still have some issues. And they have some personnel things that like maybe Lincoln doesn't think they can overcome there. And then he sees USC, which is basically a version of Oklahoma in Los Angeles, even though unlike a lot of these, you know, towns in the in the South, if I make six, seven, eight million dollars in Tuscaloosa, in Oxford, Mississippi, in Athens, Georgia, in Norman, Oklahoma, I'm living like a freaking king. If I make eight million dollars in California, yeah, I'm rich. But the sweet house that my wife and I want doesn't cost $2 million. It costs seven. My taxes are outrageous, highest in the country. Literally everything I do costs a lot of money. Now, Lincoln Riley is going to be, by the time you listen to this, we may know he's on a $120 million contract. But getting coaches to come could be a challenge. I, that's why I thought he would never come out here. But I think when you look at the landscape, coaching in the SEC, you got Mike Leach. You got Lane Kiffin, who just won 10 games. You got Nick Saban, the greatest coach in the history of the sport, who's 70, but he looks like he's going nowhere. Kirby Smart is kicking everyone's ass. Jimbo Fisher, while he has some issues, is won a national championship. It's a mother in that conference. It is on a completely different level than every conference, even beside the Big Ten, and the Big Ten is clearly the second-best conference. So the talent there is extreme. And he looks at the West Coast, and he goes, who's good out there? 
Kyle Whittingham is really good, but he coaches at Utah. He's never getting four and five star guys, really. So there's only one program that's really getting four and five star guys, and their coach isn't that dynamic. Elite recruiter. But Lincoln goes, I'm every bit as good a recruiter as Mario, but I'm a way better in-game coach. Why? I call the fucking plays. Mario's the CEO head coach, who's an offensive line guy. So I can out-coach him. Who else am I going up against? Okay, Jonathan Smith, Oregon State. Good coach, but he's at Oregon State. Hard to get players. The Washington schools, joke. Arizona schools, laughingstock. Colorado, stinks. Chip Kelly went 8-4 because of the conference he plays in, not because they're any good. Cal, in shambles. I don't know what's going on with David Shaw, but they're awful. So the conference is there for the taking. So you get $100 plus million. And you know, listen, I, I say this all the time. Like, I think everyone, and the older I get, and I've been fortunate enough to have success doing talking now and making some cash. Like, I, I've not had any money. I've had some money. It, like, to me, money doesn't do anything to me. It doesn't bring you any joy. Like, I've been angry without money. I've been angry with some money. I've been happy without money, been happy with some money. Like you want to go to places where you can have success because money and ultimately like, unless you're truly, truly just money drives you for everything. And I actually don't think it's that many people. Like it's that high of a percentage because I think you become numb to it relatively quickly. If you're very ambitious in your field and most of our fields, right? Unless you're a banker, or a hedge fund manager aren't just money. Like Lincoln's field is winning football games and trying to win national championships. So even if his direct deposit goes from seven and a half million to 12 million, but actually it'd be a little less because of California taxes, he's in the high tax bracket. The point is like money ain't gonna inspire him, right? But I think he's gonna be inspired. Like I can win national championships because I could be the number one seed because I can kick the shit out of everyone out on the West Coast. To me, that's the only thing that makes sense. And he's already recruiting all these guys from California where he goes, it's going to be much harder to recruit as I'm going toe-to-toe with LSU once they get a real coach, Saban and Kirby, on top of just Ohio State and Michigan are coming at those guys too. Instead, I can just have California kind of to myself. I got to fend off Oregon. Here's another thing that's going on, and I don't think people quite understand this. The media who just, they've always dropped the ball and players getting paid and how that works. They're just very naive slash, I don't even know. I just don't feel like they get it. Just because NIL is going on right now, if you don't think people are cheating, you're out of your mind. I would imagine cheating has never been worse. Because here's the thing. Like, yeah, I want an NIL deal if I'm a sweet player. Okay, get me a $100,000 deal with Dr. Pepper or the local taco shop or Pepsi. I also want my two hundred grand in cash that I don't have to pay any taxes for. You know what's better than a hundred grand taxable? Two hundred grand that's not taxable. Why don't you get them both? <laughs> you know, wait, you're just going to give me a car for free? I don't have to pay anything on that? I don't want that to go away. You understand when you sign these NIL deals, I have to pay taxes on that. So like when you see all these kids, and listen, I'm not opposed to getting 500 grand and paying taxes. We all pay taxes. But in the college world, like in in normal people jobs, we all pay taxes on our money. College kids and their families, it's more their families and getting paid. They don't. When they get a direct deposit in that bank account, they, they don't like, hey, there's 250 grand in there. Make sure you save 75 for taxes. That ain't how it works. You just keep it all. You keep that lump sum. And that's still going on. And if you don't think it is, you're out of your mind. And guess who does that more than anyone? The South. And here's what I know, because a good buddy of mine was Lincoln Riley, basically his GM at Oklahoma. Look, hope Drew goes with him to USC, because then I'll go down and watch some practices. They don't cheat at Oklahoma. I know you think like, oh, Middlecoff, now you're naive. I promise you. 
Bob Stoops was anti that crap. He's like an old school conservative when it comes to cheating. They caught Baylor one time and Bob Stoops lost it at a Big 12 meeting. He says, if this BS doesn't stop, I'm going to turn every single person in here. And Lincoln Riley carried that over. They're not, they're not cheating. They're just such a good program. They're getting all these sweet guys. He's such a good coach. Now, the NIL thing, they can pay players that like that now, but they're not handing out these wads of cash like the SEC. And I'm not anti-handing out wads of cash. I'm pro-capitalism. Like, I, I think the NCAA is a joke. They are not the law. So if you want to hand out wads of cash, do it. But some coaches aren't comfortable with doing that stuff. And I know specific players that are at other programs that Lincoln Riley looked at them and said, we're not doing that. And they left. And you're not able to do, you're, you would not be able to do that going into the SEC and winning. You just won't. You, you probably could pull that off. I don't know, win the national championship. You got to push the envelope a little bit. But he's going to have so much access to big companies in California, he won't need to cheat. <clears throat> We're in these smaller schools in the South. You don't have a choice. So now he can, you know, kind of keep doing it the right way. You can tell at Oklahoma, they were always a little limited. They were always missing some guys. They weren't getting the sweetest defensive players. Guess who is? The SEC. Guess who's doing, you know what? The SEC. Why do you think? So it's just a, just a crazy move, an enormous moment for Pac-12 football. The Pac-12 had become the JV conference. It was a joke, a laughing stock. And this gives them a chance to be relevant again nationally. It does. Mario tried and was doing a good job. Like Oregon was relevant and was in the mix. He's, he's fine. But he, you know, has a ceiling being a non-scheme guy. He's a recruiter. So you get Lincoln there who can do both, who can scheme and recruit and who's got some swag and who's got some presence and who can win. Like they should be competing for national championships. And what's the point of having all this money if you never spend it? As Axelrod said in Billions, why have FU money if you never say FU? What was the point? Like, I give the all those Southern schools, Ohio State and Michigan, Penn State. I give the Michigan State a lot of credit. They've accumulated a lot of cash. They've Cash turns into resources. Now they're using his resources. And they're using it. And finally, USC just kind of whipped it out and put it on the table. So remember us, guys? Because that's how they should act. I read an article like a month ago that the UCLA was mad. Chip Kelly wasn't worth it. They're like, we're paying him $4 million. $4 million is not a lot of money, especially when you're based in LA. Like if, the, if you're going to fire Chip Kelly and just offer guys $4 million, you're never going to get a good coach. Start thinking in the modern day times. This Cyber Monday, nobody has a better deal than FanDuel. New customers get 50 bucks in free bets. All you have to do is sign up for FanDuel Sportsbook. No deposit required. That's right. Sign up from November 26th to November 29th, and you'll receive $50 in site credit free. Pick a local game to bet on. If possible, same game parlay, uh, money line spread, touchdown score. Have fun with it. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, it's perfect. The app is easy to use, takes 15 seconds to sign up, and they're always hooking up sports fans with great offers. See for yourself why FanDuel's America's number one sports book. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Sign up, promo code always Colin, C-O-L-I-N, to get 50 bucks in free bets. Promo code Colin. 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia, or West Virginia. Refund issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in seven days. Max refund, 10 bucks. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook. FanDuel.com. Same game parlay available for multiple sports in all states on mobile slash web. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Visit FanDuel.com slash RG in Colorado, Jersey, and Virginia. 
or call 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. Tennessee red line is 1-800-889-9789 or go to 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia or call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn isn't just a job board. They help you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Did you know 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites? LinkedIn's the only one I use. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. LinkedIn is constantly finding ways to make the process easier. They even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash J-O-H-N. That's linkedin.com slash J-O-H-N to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of BF Goodrich tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their BF Goodrich test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. Black Buffalo's nicotine pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA for 21 and over adult consumers. Black Buffalo was built by dippers with decades of smokeless tobacco use. They believed the market wanted tobacco-alternative nicotine products that offered the best of both worlds. Bold flavor, full pouches. What are they made of? It's pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. Most importantly, there's no tobacco leaf or stem. All proudly made right here in the USA. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco, and want to join the Black Buffalo Herd, Head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online, and they ship directly to most states. 
or check out the store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. And you look at Ohio State and Michigan. Like, they pay a lot for those two coaches. And you can talk shit about Jim Harbaugh all you want, but that was a pretty big moment. And really quick on that, a little NFL draft stock stuff. Players in these big games have a lot on the line. That is how scouts and general managers evaluate you. So if I'm watching Kayvon Thibodeau or I'm watching Hutchinson 97 from Michigan, the first three games I'm going to evaluate that guy is on the best teams that he's played in the biggest moments, right? So Thibodeau, I turn on Utah, I turn on uh, Ohio State, and then I turn on Utah again in this championship game this week. For 97, I would turn on, obviously, Ohio State. It would be the first game I'd watch. And I texted with someone yesterday in the league, and I said, could this guy be the number one overall pick? Because when I think Dan Campbell and I think the Lions, a guy in their backyard, this guy would make some sense. He said, coming into the season, Kayvon Thibodeau was easily the number one pass rusher on every team's board. And it wasn't even close. Well, the best part about, like in any business, in any industry, the more information you have, everything's fluid. One day the stock's up, the next day the stock's down. One day a guy plays good, the other day a guy plays bad. You have to evaluate it all. <clears throat> well, Hutchinson in 97, or 97 at Michigan has had an incredible season. He's dominated. And then in the biggest game with 15 million people watching, going up against two tackles, one was a fringe first-round guy, no longer, and their other tackle was like a mid-round guy, he whooped their ass and at, was the best player on the field. So he immediately went from, and he had been all season long, from a guy that wasn't going to be competing for the number one overall pick to playing himself into a top 10 pick to now becoming in the conversation of the number one overall pick. No different than Wilson and Alave, the two wide receivers for Ohio State. They were excellent yesterday or Saturday. They were awesome. And you play well in big games, even if your team loses. It's a team game. Like, it was not those two guys' fault. Their team's lost. Both those two guys, when watching the game, you went first-rounder, first-rounder. And I have a soft spot, like even Lincoln Riley. You know, I I, I appreciate his offensive uh, mind, but I like a little more physical football. Now, the one thing I appreciate about him that's different from Leach and Kingsbury he loves running the ball. And he will pull guards. He will pull tackles. He will slam the ball down your throat. Lincoln Riley, to me, is the ultimate mesh of spread guy with a power run scheme. He's like the college version of Kyle Shanahan. Deep down, he loves, he would love to run for 400 yards a game. And he does when they're having success. He will sh- shove the ball down your throat. Jim Harbaugh is a little more old school there. He ain't as much spread offense, right? He'll get in the eye. Even now, I guess they've spread it out a little bit with Gaddis. But at his core, his ethos is, I want to bully you. And I say this, society in theory can soften up all you want. Tough people, in football, it's physical. In life, it's mental. Will always succeed. I don't give a shit what Twitter tells you or Facebook tells you. Tough guys are always running the companies and are deciding everything in this country. I'll promise you. Being soft might be cool to like throw out some tweets, but at the end of the day, you're going to have to negotiate for yourself. If you're a football coach, you're going to have to play a good team, and Jim Harbaugh is going to run power every play. And he bullied Ohio State. 
And I think Ohio State was super talented. They have all this offensive firepower. But when your best players are wide receivers, your team is naturally going to be a little softer. It just is. And finally, Jim Harbaugh ran into a team. Ohio State had been physical the last several years. The Bosa brothers, they've had a bunch of defensive guys. And he out-toughed them. And he out-physicaled them. And the quickest way they say to knock down a bully, right, is hit him right in the mouth. And it was the first time Harbaugh could hit him in the mouth. And Ohio State stumbled a little bit. You know, if we use the fight analogy. And he just kept pummeling them. And I saw someone forwarded this to me. That I guess John Madden called or texted Jim Harbaugh yesterday on Sunday and told him that that was one of the best offensive line performances he's ever seen in his life. And I, I could see Jim Harbaugh, who, listen, I had a front row seat. His coaching job with the 49ers was as good as I've ever seen for a guy that didn't win a Super Bowl. The physical nature of the teams, uh, their killer instinct, their mindset. And that was the first time I've watched a Harbaugh team. And they've been like this all season. But when the game really mattered, where you went, that's the 49er Jim Harbaugh. That's the guy that when Michigan hired him, we thought was going to kick everyone's ass. And I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that Michigan wins the national championship. I think it's going to be tough. Not to be Georgia. <clears throat> but I, I, I think they have a legit shot. Okay, a couple quick things on the NFL. You know, Belichick, I, I, I said it last week. I'll say it again. You don't get paid for the easy times because any coach can handle winning. Joe Judge, I bet if you watch his press conference after they beat the Eagles, was smiling today and happy. Anyone can handle some wins. How do you handle adversity? How do you handle just what do we do? Like when you don't have all the answers, like what are we going to do now? How are we going to rebuild this thing? And in their lowest moment, they went seven and nine. And then when they had to add players, they get those two tight ends. I'm watching the last couple of weeks. Jonu Smith, that guy's good. Hunter Henry makes plays. Kendrick Bourne, I saw him for years with the 49ers. That guy is one of the more underrated players in the league. And then to be patient, not make a crazy trade with the with the you know any teams, and just land Mac Jones, who listen. I've said it over and over, is doing a fine job, but he benefits a lot from the team he's playing on. J.C. Jackson might be the defensive player of the year. That guy creates turnovers every game. Today, I think he had a pick and he forced a fumble. Dude is just a star. Judon, uh, that guy has been fantastic. There can't be more than two or three better signings this offseason. Can't be. You could argue that's the best offseason signing. He has been awesome for the Patriots. The Patriots, do you know what Bill Belichick did? He got back to who he is. Because his ethos, like, like I said with Lincoln Riley, Bill Belichick is most comfortable playing defense and running the ball. Now, he can modernize it to be in 2021, but that's how he's going to win. Because deep down, he knows that better than anyone. And you're watching his team right now, and that, listen, the Titans were undermanned, had a bunch of injuries, but they beat the shit out of him. They dominated that game. He went, the Patriots are real. Like, th this is not fake. They are dominating these games, shoving people around. And like Harbaugh at Michigan on uh, Saturday, <clears throat> and like Harbaugh when he was with the Niners, it doesn't guarantee you a national championship or a Super Bowl, but when I can physically shove you around, I have a chance to win every game. At home, on the road, in the snow, in the sleet, in a dome, it don't matter. Because nothing travels like defense in a running game. Nothing does. Especially when you have a rookie quarterback. They, they are very, very well situated to be a force. It's going to be, the Bills, they better get their stuff together. Because it's going to be a, very challenging to beat this team twice in the next, whatever, three weeks. 
it's it's going to be a challenge. I'll be I'll be shocked if the Patriots don't win one of the two games. And I don't think it's out of the realm possibility for Bill to win both. I think it's going to be very very tough. Josh going to Josh Allen's going to have to play well. He he's going to have to play well. Just like Tampa today. They were like their season wasn't falling apart, but it was like god, something's off. They were losing. I think it was 14-7. I had the game on. I was like, God, are they going to lose this game? And pretty big gutty win. Now, part of it was Leonard Fournette. I say this about all the time with Tom Brady. Like, it's a huge benefit just to have him sign off on these guys. Because remember when they signed Leonard Fournette, it was like, are they really going to do that? Who wants Leonard Fournette? Well, today he averaged six yards a carry. He had three touchdowns. He caught another seven balls and a touchdown. He had four touchdowns today. And you just don't act like an idiot when you're around Tom Brady. So you can take these chances. And you know the crazy part about Tom is I just pulled up the box score. And there's an ad. You know, I'm on ESPN. And there's an ad. Hurts. It's Tom in the car. Tom is so famous. He's one of the most marketable stars in the history of the sport. Yet it feels like he's just a normal guy. Right? With, you know, in the construct of his team. And it keeps them very level-headed. Because... Like I said with Belichick, it felt like this team was teetering a little bit. But really, when you're teetering, when you got Belichick or you got Brady in the building, you're going to be okay. It it ain't going to sink like the Titanic. You might not win at all. You might lose in the playoffs. Something weird might happen. But it's going to be okay. You will be able to get through some of the rough seas. And today is a really good example. Because I just thought, like, well, they were down. They were down 24-14 and a half. And Indy's got to be one of the hottest teams in the league. Jonathan Taylor had been awesome. Carson had been good. Their, their team had just been playing really well. And for the for Tampa to score 24 points in the second half, it's just an impressive moment, especially in the NFC, which the Rams are in shambles. Uh, it's basically Tampa. We'll see Arizona. They've had a bunch of injuries. Now they're coming off a bye, and Schefter tweets that Oklahoma wants Cliff. Well, I don't know about that, but uh, San Francisco's coming. You know, the NFC is wide open, wide open. And we know how important the number one overall seed is, especially for Tampa, because there's a big difference for Tom playing on the road, you know, in Green Bay. You'd want no part of that. You could handle playing on the road in, uh, it's not in Scottsdale, it's in Glendale in Arizona because it's a dome, it's nice weather. But we saw last year, it's snowy, it's cold, it's very difficult. If you're Tom, you either want to get the number one seed or not let Green Bay get the number one seed. You want no part of going to Green Bay again and testing your luck at Lambeau, even though Aaron Rodgers is 1-5 in, in, in NFC Championship games. So what a Sunday. A lot of college football talk. Still crazy, man. It, it really is. The Lincoln went to USC. As a Pac-12 homer, uh, I, I've also got some sources as of Sunday night said the Fresno State coaches, it's a done deal. He's going to be the next coach at uh, at Washington. So these jobs are filling up. I guess when you're offering, you know, eight million, five million, you know, people want them. <laughs> Must be nice. Probably getting some good bennies with that uh, five million dollar salary. Uh, yeah, send your kids to private school. Okay, see you guys Tuesday. Peace.
Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.